0: Hi, I'm Nadia.
1: Hi, I'm Aliyah. Hi, I'm
0: I'm Namira. And And this this is is Operation Operation Tomato Meter. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Operation Tomato Meter, the classics' most hamenterific film podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, we have a very special guest, Jenny. Yay! So, Jenny, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, I've been interested in film since uh, I joined film club with Nadia and Aaliyah freshman year and I've also really enjoyed watching animatics since middle school and that kind of introduced me into like the world of film and this was actually my first Michael Bay movie
1: so I had a lot of fun watching it thank you Jenny so now we're gonna get started Namira take it away
3: all right so not to be on the nose but if we haven't been in an ambulance, okay. <laughs> then, you know, on the
0: <laughs> then you know about Universal's latest film, Ambulance. This one is especially exciting as we have our two very special people here, Aaliyah and Jenny, uh, attend a very exclusive pre-screening of the film. The film does arrive in theaters, U.S. Friday the 18th. Not 18th, 8th, sorry, my bad.
1: So, Ambulance is actually a remake of the 2005 Danish film of the same name, and it is directed, as Jenny said, by Michael Bay, um, who was known for a lot of explosions and a lot of lens flare and crazy stuff. In a lot of his films, he did Transformers. Um, So it follows Will Sharp, who is an ex-marine desperate for money for his wife's surgery, and resigned, yet also reluctant. He goes along with his adopted brother Daniel's plan to steal $32 million from an LA bank. But the plan soon goes south when they hijack an ambulance that's carrying a dying police officer named Zach and a paramedic named Cam, who is trying to save his life. And it follows um, basically an entire ambulance chase and a helicopter chase, and a lot of crazy stuff happens in the film. And uh, a lot of stuff happens that I'm probably forgetting because it was very incredibly fast paced.
0: Wow, it's very interesting. Um, Before we head into anything else, Just a forewarning that Aaliyah and Jenny were the only ones to have seen this film as it was an exclusive screening. So we're going to take something, take a different approach where we get to, you know, pick your brains a little bit about what you liked about it. (laughs) So now it's our favorite segment, Radner or Not, where we, or rather Aaliyah and Jenny, will try to guess what the score was for this film. So Jenny, you can start us off. What were your thoughts?
2: After the watching the movie, I feel like critics probably wouldn't like it as much as I personally enjoyed it. Based off what I know of his previous film, Transformers, I know that critics did not enjoy that as much. So probably, I would say, critics score around 80%.
1: I think it's gonna be a little lower than that, just because, like, people wouldn't have thought it was a very cohesive film overall. Like, it was really good for an action film, but if we're talking about critics who are used to the more modern storytelling techniques, I think it would have been lower so maybe around a 70. I don't personally I wouldn't give it a 70. Like maybe lowest is 75 but um, there was definitely a lot to it that I really enjoyed. Uh, It was sort of absurd in a way and just everything about it it's like this wouldn't really happen in real life but they were also trying to make it overtly realistic as well and I did like that and it was sort of a throwback to other films especially like Speed which was like 1994-ish, which is also a Michael Bay film, and I think people would have liked that little throwback, but then again, a lot of critics are also younger, so let's say something in the middle, around a 70. Do you guys have any thoughts about uh, what the critics' score might be, even though you guys didn't see the film? Based
0: off the trailer, because that's, that's what I legally have seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've seen in the film. And based off the trailer, I mean, I know trailers are generally in very fast paced because they're editing it all so closely together but the premise did seem interesting and i do like those films that kind of track like a kind of one setting those kind of scenarios are really cool in real life they're terrible but like as a (laughs) film i like it when it's just set in one location so if majority of the film followed the ambulance i think that's really uh an interesting way of telling a story so i would say maybe i'd go along i'd stick with you guys, maybe I'll go 78 between 75, 80, something I like that. I say 70. Oh well, okay, I'll go <laughs> well,
3: 75. No, I kind of feel the same. Just speaking on like Michael Bay's past you know, he's known for going over the top and whatnot, and sometimes critics aren't as receptive as Jenny was saying, but that doesn't mean that the audience won't be as receptive, you know. So I'm kind of also in that middle ground of 75 to maybe like. I'd say 76 even.
1: So now will our lovely producer give us the critics score? Okay. Let's see. 72! Okay. That's pretty good, I think. Maybe a little lower than some of the better films that we've seen on the podcast.
0: But also higher than some of the other stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. definitely
3: a, a <laughs> <turn. started>. <laughs> <laughs> we always the term.
0: We have to. Because I hate it. <laughs> Sorry. Slander. Alrighty. So we all agree, I assume, because we're all super close. But I would like to hear genuinely what you guys think.
1: I mean, I I sort of agree with this rating. I I'd give it a little higher. Uh, actually, in the the vlog that we did, I mentioned uh, right after the film that this is something that my mom would hate because oh, she yeah. hates these action films. But my dad would love it because this is exactly the kind of stuff that he likes. Like he probably loved Transformers. <laughs> probably. <laughs> So you have to be a certain type of person, I think, to really appreciate it, but this is also something that everyone could appreciate, just for the storyline and everything, and they did try to modernize it a little bit. I did like the claustrophobic aspects of it, uh, which was one of the things that they were um, going for when they initially conceived of the film in like 2015, I think, is that they wanted it to be something that felt so claustrophobic, Uh, like Speed, but I think Speed also had scenes that were outside of the bus. Yeah. And this was like that as well, where it, it opened um, very open to the world, and then it gets really claustrophobic as eventually the viewer is taken inside of the ambulance, and then after that it just sort of cuts back and forth between the ambulance and everything else.
3: So what would you guys think would be the audience score for Ambulance?
1: Oh yeah, since audiences haven't had a chance to rate it yet, I guess we're just sort of shooting in the dark here.
0: You'll be the first audience first the first,
1: first audience. I mean, I'm sure people have reviewed it already. I, don't, I think it's going to be higher than this because, again, there's going to be a lot of people who uh, like the throwback aspects of it and who like the action scenes and how you come out of it and you're sort of like shaking and wobbling and it has almost, I think Jenny said it was like almost like a 4D experience in the theater, like the seats are shaking really? and there's booming all around you. It could also be that we were sitting right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like an 80, if it's a 72, maybe like an 80 for audience because we'll see when it comes out. Jenny, what do you think?
2: Probably, like, around 80, but also, like, maybe a little higher, because I feel like this is definitely something audiences would like more, especially, like, the emotional aspects of the movie. I feel like that would hit harder for the audiences, and, yeah, I think probably around 85%, maybe?
3: Take that score. Take away 50 points for having Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Anyways.
2: it. <laughs> <Draw>.
3: Anyways. <laughs> No, just joking. But you know, the recent Jake Hall trauma yeah. with Taylor Swift, it's something that was on my mind, and I was like, oh wow, look Me at that. Me too, honestly, so
0: mm-hmm. I have to agree with them, here. 50 points. <laughs> Aside from the audience score, the critic score, do you guys want to delve further into your thoughts?
1: Well, immediately what I think is that the first reviews that came out, like Entertainment Weekly, I think from the trailers, said that it was pure chaos, and after watching the film, that is an accurate way <laughs> of describing it. It was absolutely chaotic. In most of the film, the camera never stopped moving. It was, there, it never stopped moving. There were these crazy, wild panning scenes, flying shots, helicopters. There were shots going through, explosions and stuff. Wow. And it was just this absolutely wild cinematography that I feel so bad that you guys didn't get to see it.
0: I'm just, the image I have in my head now, I don't think it's anything like when you're actually talking about this, <laughs> I'm imagining...
1: Well imagine curriculos, so maybe that's Like the exactly camera what it flying was. around. Just imagine like a, a drone flying around that that's what this film is. There were some really good shots too, like um one of my favorites is when the camera seemed to jump off a building. There was no apparent purpose to this, by the way. There was no purpose <laughs> okay. to having the camera jump off a building. It was just I love completely that. random. <laughs> it is. It, it, imagine you're diving headfirst off of a really tall building. That's what the camera did, and then it flies upside down and it does some loofy loops and stuff. So oh, that, that's so, so
0: Batman, but like <laughs>
1: that it flies.
3: The, the camera <laughs>
0: is Batman. Ah. Any other major points that I got to?
2: This isn't exactly a major point. <laughs> But I noticed how none of the cops in the movie are good drivers. (laughs) Oh god. In every single chase scene, like you have this giant ambulance barreling down streets and yet not a single cop car was able to like stop them. And then it had like hordes of cop cars just surrounding the ambulance and yet the main characters were able to escape. I feel like that's just part of the genre, though. Like right, having uh, everyone yeah. like be weaker than
0: the main character. It's kind of like the stormtroopers in Star Wars. Yeah, how they always miss.
3: So on the scale of like, well, this is one for Aaliyah and you. From like the first Fast and Furious to the one now that they're in space, Where is this oh movie kind of an, is? It, is it more like? Middle, is it going towards the space, going out of this world?
0: Is that where Fast and
1: is going? are going. I think <laughs> well, sure going. they, I think they did something. already. It's like Marvel, but getting more. <laughs> well, uh, I guess Jenny sort of touched on it that there was this absurd absurdity to the film. Uh, I think that it was pretty down to earth. It was trying to be realistic. Like I think maybe no that's what it was happening. happening. Maybe that's what was happening with all the panning and everything that was trying to make it seem like you were actually right there In the film, like it was all shaky cam and by shaky cam, I mean wild shaking
0: oh like wow.
1: Like they literally took the it was just
0: like absolutely smash
1: I think so, that sort of also reflects um Michael Bay's directing style I think he likes to call it the immediate energy that it brings to a shot where he's not sitting in a director's chair He doesn't have um a video Village, I think it's called, where it has like all the shots lined up on computers and whatever. He's like right there with everyone as it's happening, which makes sense because you know he loves explosions. <laughs> uh, so uh, that did really come through with it, but it wasn't so outer space crazy. It was, okay. it was down to earth crazy. Like this is something that might actually happen, even if it was more of an exaggeration on um, well, it's getting more thematic, but like poverty and also just human desperation. Like that's what I got from watching it was the exploration of human nature. Maybe also the critique of apathy that we have. Like there was this thing about health the healthcare system and how he was a veteran trying to get money for his wife and that's sort of what drove his desperation toward, you know, robbing a bank and maybe that's like a huge exaggeration but maybe that is some more political context getting into it, but also showing that, like with Don't Look Up, that it shouldn't yeah. be political, mm-hmm. and that's also something that uh, a lot of films are going for nowadays, so something that's not overtly political, but it gives a little a little nudge toward uh, the younger generation, maybe. That's a
0: really interesting point, and you get it too, so that in the t- trailer, as I mentioned again, she <laughs> <laughs> would that <a> <laughs> that's what I can comment on, I did see uh, some commentary in that. I think there was something about him trying to get money for his wife Which yeah, if you said it just it's terrible that you know like in our healthcare, We have to pay bill- like you have to pay just for an ambulance ambulance coming to get you So often a lot of people don't even- they take themselves to the hospital, which is terrible yeah. So I do appreciate when movies give like those subtle messages about life that applies to all of us What do you think Jenny? Anything like strike you like thematically? Diving a little deeper into
2: one of the characters So, the uh, paramedic, Cam, so she kind of reflected what Ali was saying about the healthcare industry and how sometimes, you know, people are driven to do these uh, outrageous things because they are unable to find help. And Cam's storyline is about her finally being able to emotionally connect with her patients and going the extra mile to take care of them.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? Wait, I have... not Okay. Did you not get that?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's what—that's how I felt when I was watching. it.
1: That's an interesting point. Like, I didn't Ooh, really get that at all. For there's a character. disagreement. Ooh. Like, emotional dis- maybe, maybe I just maybe I'm just not good with that sort of stuff. But <laughs> that brings up like an interesting point, though. Like, what did you guys think about the character development and
0: like the substance with these characters?
1: Cam was interesting. Like, I definitely felt like. Will and Danny were developed well, and that Danny was this sort of just human nature completely driven by greed and everything, and uh, he really didn't do anything to fight against death or anything, but then Will, the whole time, his entire life, was fighting against all of that, and being a veteran, and fighting everything that was bad in the world, and he was sort of coming to that realization that Um, he's not the bad guy, even though he is desperate. So he was in conflict the whole time. And then Cam was also like that, where she was trying to save everyone, and she was trying to save everyone's lives, and she was this heroic character as well. But I didn't really get that emotional disconnection from her at the beginning, maybe when she was when she was leaving the hospital with Lindsay. We need to
2: talk about Lindsay. Yes, Lindsay. So Lindsay was this little girl. So in the beginning, Cam is introduced uh, by this, like, car accident. So Lindsay's, like, this little girl involved in a car accident, and her parents, her mom drove into, like, a gate. It's kind of unnecessary details, but it was pretty traumatic, and it was, like, it was pretty graphic, right? Oh
0: wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow.
2: so Cam was at the scene, and I guess it was just to show the audience, like, to shock them into like caring for this little girl, even though she only shows up for like, a couple of minutes in the beginning of the film. Mm. Right.
3: And how do you guys feel about the score of the movie?
1: Oh, okay. That's something
3: I'm always interested in? Yeah. yeah know. We have to talk about it.
1: So the score is usually one of the things that I find to be most important in a film. It opened and I was like, "What is it doing?" Because it was this crazy, like, sentimental, dramatic track, and everything that was happening wasn't so dramatic. And the entire like first half of the film, I'm sorry, I, I like maybe I'm critiquing this too much, but it was overly dramatic and like, <laughs> overly sentimental. This track, I don't know if you guys have listened to it, but it's the only parts that I really, really loved were during the action sequences. Like there were parts where I was like. This needs- I, I want EDM playing right now and then like these dramatic build would happen and it's like never mind I don't need that. This is like the most epic soundtrack I think I mentioned this and I think Jenny disagreed with me about the score that it wasn't overly dramatic But I thought in the beginning it definitely was and it was it felt really weird Especially with the comedy they tried to sprinkle in through it.
2: Oh, yeah, I agree with that Yeah, sometimes the com- comedic aspects of the movie kind of took you out of like actually viewing it so I guess it just broke your immersion of the movie, and while well, I did enjoy it, like I laughed yeah. at some parts, it still it still felt a little off. Like they could have done a better job.
0: All right. Any other
1: thoughts? Well, also with Lindsay, that was actually something that I know the journey has got me thinking about. Um, Where I actually didn't think her character was that important. I thought it was more just to show that Cam was, you know, intent on saving lives but now maybe her character was there to show how she changed over time, that she wanted to become more connected to her work, because at the end, it was the scene I was kind of confused about, where she leaves Will and she goes back to find Lindsay in the hospital, and she holds her hand, and Lindsay says something like, don't let go, or something, and I was like, that's a stupid line to end <laughs> <And> <laughs> Like, and that's how it like, ends? And, and then she walks outside, and it's all dramatic, and there's lights around her, and she's looking up into the sky, and then, and then there's a huge dramatic build up in the music, and I'm waiting for something important to happen. What? And then, no! And then there's a city smell <laughs> <system No. developed. laughs> of And this and is like the day. No! Yeah. Well, well, Leah's getting
3: very passionate. The, about
1: the build up this. never came, it, 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 there was no crescendo in the music. I was so sad. I was waiting for it. Oh. But yeah, anyway. Michael Bay doing it all. Wow. Yeah.
3: All and nothing.
1: All. <laughs>
0: Give Us Nothing King.
1: Overall, it was a good film. I mean, now that we've talked about it a little bit, there's a lot of thematic elements that were really good, especially for something that's a remake that you usually don't get a lot of. It was a really fun film. It was definitely action-packed, and it was something that I think a lot of people are going to want to go to theaters and see just to get that thrill from it. The action sequences were amazing. The cinematography was crazy. Every scene was from a different angle. It it was absolutely insane. Nadia's going to have to see this, and she's going to be raving about it for months. (laughs) <laughs> any, any last
2: thoughts? Um, it was very engaging, and since it's my first action film, I don't really know much about the genre to like have a really good analysis or criticism of it. But it was fun, yeah. I recommend it. So, so. I think that. Wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much, Jenny, for being here in today's you. episode. Thank you for inviting me. It's really fun.
0: <laughs> Make sure to stay tuned for more Tom and Terrific content from Operation Tomato Meter on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to write us five stars, please. And be sure to check out the classics Instagram and TikTok page at THHS Classic sequel projects we're working on.
1: And stay tuned for some big changes coming to Operation Tomato Meter. We won't say anything about it right now, but. You'll see soon. Everyone.
3: Thanks for watching. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.